Coming up in this special Universal Land and Sea episode, we are discussing the Lowe's Royal Pacific Resort at Universal Orlando Resort. From the Bob Varley Studio, this is the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. This is episode 46 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited Travel help you plan the perfect Universal Orlando vacation, whether you're staying on site, visiting the parks, or adding on a Royal Caribbean cruise. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Well, hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another special episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I am your host, Craig Williams, and I am joined today with Rhino Clavin. Hello. Jenny Lynn Knopp. Hello. Oh, sorry. Oh. Oh, there I am. Oh, who turned off the lights? <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey. Oh, I know who did. And back yeah. in the controls, our producer, Dustin T. West. Hi. <laughs> so, uh, we are on day three of our Universal Land and Sea experience that we uh, we participated in voluntarily, I might add, in May. Uh, so, the first two days, we covered Portofino Bay Hotel. And then after that, we covered the Hard Rock Hotel, and now we are on our first actual resort at Universal Orlando Resort, because the first two are called hotels, and this one's actually called a resort. Oh. I was like, what are you talking about? We've done other episodes. <laughs> hmm Yes. I, uh, I caught you there. But, yes, Royal Pacific Resort, uh, it is another one of the deluxe on-site hotels, at Universal Orlando. So, of course, the first two we talked about, Portofino Bay and Hard Rock Hotel, are also deluxe hotels. And so what does deluxe mean? It means that you get, well, you pay more money for the hotel, first <laughs> off. That's a that's a big, important factor. However, uh, I would just based on the rates that I see whenever I'm putting in all these numbers for the site, uh, in general, uh, as Pete has discussed on this before, whenever the rooms start to fill up at these hotels, prices go up in general. Uh, it For a deluxe hotel, Royal Pacific actually starts off at the lowest amount. So usually you can start finding rates there on weeknights, especially around $250 a night. Uh, and then as it fills up, it's going to get higher. And that's where it can get more competitive with the other ones. But uh, even though this is a deluxe, this is considered the this entry point into the deluxe almost is the same as over at Disney. You'd have wilderness lodge or animal kingdom lodge being the, the past stones. And then, you know, go up to yacht and beach that gets a little more expensive all the way up to the grand and all that junk. So lower end, but you still get all the great benefits of staying at a deluxe hotel, like unlimited express whenever you're going to universal Orlando, which, uh, as I've said before, you can never underestimate how important Unlimited Express is. It could save your butt on a very, very, very busy day, especially in the summer, holiday time. Uh, and then it's also nice just throughout the middle of the year being able to pass up people in line and saying, you know, if you, buddy, all that. And I don't know <laughs> if people actually do wow. that, but it's, it's probably happened before at some point. No. So. Uh, and then also you get that hour early into the Wizarding World of Harry Potter, uh, which depending on what time of year it is, how busy it is, you might be getting both Diagon Alley and Hogsmeade, or lately it's just been Hogsmeade in the slower times. And, uh, you know, maybe it'll come back for Diagon Alley one day. But as I said before, it needs its sleep. So that's why it hasn't been opening up. So with that being said, it's deluxe. Yada, yada, yada. Let's get into when this thing opened up. It opened up in 2001. Wow. That's it. That's it for that. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. but, but what did it open up as? Did it open up as just a regular hotel? Anything else? No. Uh, it opened up as a very grand and luscious resort based on the South Pacific region. So not Polynesian. This is not a Polynesian replica in any way, shape, or form. It is a South Pacific 
themed hotel. So you've got the nice lush greenery around and you'll hear relaxing music of the Pacific Islands. Uh, but it's not like overly tiki every two feet walking around. You don't get that same. Well, that's uh, because that's a different vibe. It's a different culture. You know, the, exactly. you know, South Pacific can include things like the Philippines and Micronesia and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. No. And that's it's nice to have that blend because you forget how much of that Asian influence is actually in there. And I mean, that Asian influence translates all throughout the hotel from the dining mm-hmm. options to a lot of the statues. One of the, one of my favorite frogs with umbrellas. Yeah. My, lots of frogs with umbrellas. Yeah. In my favorite area, whenever you walk in after you make the long walk through the pathway from the main entrance going into the lobby, uh, there's this really great, just, center area that you can peacefully sit out and relax and courtyard courtyard yes that's a perfect name for it uh and it's just extremely serene being out there and mm-hmm. it's, it's very lush and you uh, almost whenever you're sitting in there with the exception that you can see in the windows all around you you feel like you're just transported to a different place mm-hmm. and that's a critical goal in all these hotels is feeling like you've been transported somewhere else uh but in general, I mean, you, you walk in and the lobby sets the tone for it right away. And mm-hmm. it's a very wide spread out lobby, uh, especially the high ceilings. We've already mentioned the outdoor courtyard right in the middle. But yeah. And like it, you said, there's a lot of oriental accents yeah. in the um, furniture and <clears throat> excuse me, just the little, uh, I don't know, just the carvings everywhere. Yeah, 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 exactly. Thank you. Yeah, that was where I was Plus, going. Like like statues around too, <clears throat> stuff like that. No, I I, I love the theme there. Uh, I am a huge uh, Polynesian tiki buff of a person, but in general, I I just like that whole islands feeling yeah. theme, and not not Caribbean, not Caribbean well, islands. Speaking, I don't like those. But speaking of which, though, I mean, you take a look at the some of the concept artwork for Sapphire Falls, which is coming up mm-hmm. uh, in the future. I think if not inspired by maybe the same architect designed the lobby for um, Sapphire Falls because it's very heavily oh, yeah. similar to uh, to Royal Pacific. I can see some similarities in the layout of the, like the lobby area. No, absolutely. But uh, it's like I've said, it's really wide open, very inviting. You walk in. Uh, if you're going to check in, uh, like the other two hotels we've talked about so far, it's just going to be a really easy check-in process. Lowe's does a first-rate job at inviting you in, getting you to your room as quickly uh, as possible, but also without ever leaving any gaps in the process. So they're going to make sure, if you've never been there before, that you're going to know everything you ever need to know about staying at Royal Pacific or any of the other hotels. And that's just, it really, it makes that whole process so much simpler. Frustrating at times whenever you tell a person, yeah, I've been there, I've been there, I've been there, and they want to go through their spiel anyways. But you know what? It's going to help out the random person that uh, doesn't know any of these things. So uh, checking in, it's always always awesome there. And then uh, this is a very spread out hotel too, in a similar sense as the uh, Portofino Bay Hotel. Uh, Just because... You do have your main lobby area where you've got a couple gift shops that are selling knickknacks and trinkets. I don't think I've ever seen any uh, Royal Pacific merchandise. Mm -mm. I didn't. Did you go in the shops and see anything? Nothing that was like I I didn't see anything that said like Royal Pacific Hotel on it or anything or resort on it. Excuse me. Um, at all like. They did have that gift shop that was all kind of like Asian um, yeah. knickknacks that you could buy and little dragon statues and stuff like that that I thought was cool, but it didn't it didn't have like the whole t- the the resort's name carved into it or anything. Exactly. So that's a shame. But uh, in terms of everything else in the lobby area besides just the shops, they have a really cool lobby bar uh, that also is integrated and in with a sushi bar as well that kind of gets hopping at night uh excellent sushi you go right downstairs uh right below the lobby area is the island's dining room which is open for breakfast lunch and dinner and then jake's american bar is also below you you can not to be w- confused with bar american exactly 
then you take a long, long pathway. Not super long. I made that. I just really over-exaggerated. But you have a nice little walk until you get to the pool area, which is uh, a decent-sized pool area. And over by the pool, that's where you're going to find Chop Chop and also the Chop Chop. Chop Chop. Chip chop hop hop, uh, the arcade, and then also the entrance to the meeting space, which they have some odd like eighty five thousand square feet of meeting space. So I I believe of the hotels, this is where uh, it has the the most areas. If you're there on a conference or anything, but it's definitely tucked away in a corner, so it doesn't affect the rest of the hotel. Exactly, and they are expanding that as well with Sapphire Falls coming in. There's going to be even more meeting space. So keep that in mind. This also like Portofino, this could fill up with a lot of business people coming in, uh, taking these rooms. So just be aware of its existence there. Uh, but other, that's kind of the, the whole general gist of the hotel. It's sprawling, not that big, but I mean, it's just surrounded in trees and greens. So it's a very welcoming place in my opinion uh so let's get into the rooms in general so there's a thousand guest rooms here more than portofino and hard rock uh still not as much as cabana bay beach resort and 51 of the guest rooms are suites including rhino's dream of a room Mm -hmm. the jurassic park kids suite Mm-hmm. Bum, 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 they spared no expense. Da, 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 da. Well, they might have, but I think they spared a little a bit little of expense. Bit I've never, I've never personally seen them. I've only seen the pictures. I would say they, they spared a little expense. Yeah, it, it doesn't look like overly well done. <laughs> Do they yeah. have a T Rex? Yes, that's what I said. They have a T Rex. Have a T Rex. <laughs> I think it comes with a little stuffed T Rex, a little stuffy T Rex. Yeah, it's a, it, from pictures. It definitely doesn't look as uh, awesome as the Despicable Me kids suite over at portofino does but that we also benefit that we've been inside it and saw firsthand how great it is uh one day we will make it into the jurassic park oh, kids so. suite uh, one day i don't want to say what day it's going to happen um but it will happen one day so let's get into the standard room so that you will most likely be actually staying in if you're staying there i mean i don't know anyone's personal preference but i usually typically go with just normal sized rooms uh here the rooms are definitely smaller than hard rock and portofino because they come in at only 335 square feet wow uh which we said we said portofino was 425 i believe and then hard rock was 375 so this is drastically smaller especially if you go from a portofino room and then step in a royal pacific room you can absolutely tell the difference right away it's Uh, drastically different but these rooms definitely uh do really bring in the entire theme of the resort uh as with most of the most of the rooms at the hotels here, these beds were absolutely heavenly. Uh, I took a couple naps during our short time here, and I'm not really a nap person in general, uh, but I would equate this bed to being just as comfortable as the bed that I've had and slept in at Portofino, but I don't have the experience of uh, the Hard Rock Hotel yet. Now, the room that you were in, was that one the new rooms or the older designs? I got to tell you, I thought it was the older rooms, but I I know they are refurbing rooms and they have been. However, all the pictures I've been seeing are the same as the room that I was in. Okay. So I know one person pointed out on Twitter while we were there saying like, oh, you should have asked for a refurbished room. So I'm not I'm still not quite sure. And I couldn't get an answer from anyone trying to go even I, I have a friend who works there and I, I doubt I could get an answer about what it, it is. So unless okay. I get picture evidence, yeah. if anyone can send in picture evidence, please do so. Uh, but even if if the rooms that I was in were not refurbished and they were the older rooms, 
I still felt like they actually did a great job of showing off the entire atmosphere of the resort, having bamboo all over the TV stands, Mm -hmm. the TV stands with really sharp corners that, uh, you know, if you're looking to really take out one of your kids and (laughs) end the vacation early, then I would highly recommend it for that. But I just, I felt really at home whenever I was in these rooms and having Hawaiian or well, not Hawaiian, but Pacific artwork in there. It just, I, he said he felt at home. So I said, back to your younger days when you lived in Cambodia or (laughs) Thailand. Well, he's getting a second chance. I mean, I actually, I came from, believe it or not, Congo. And that's where I grew up. What did you eat on a daily basis for dessert? Sesame Sesame cake. cake. Well, stop eating that sesame cake. (laughs) Okay. We got it in somewhere. Okay. So, these rooms, though, I, I can't say enough good things about it. Even the bathroom, uh, it wasn't a, uh, it wasn't the giant bathrooms of the Portofino. It's like the Hard Rock. You have your vanity and sink in one section, and then right next door is your your shower and toilet. And you had the uh, shuttered bathroom, right? The window in the bathroom. Yeah, I believe that's it. Well, it's not necessarily a window, but it's a window that has like kind of like bamboo orchids blocking it off from the living room but that would just be like the vanity in the sink area so it's not that's right not as bad as portofino but i mean if you're i I guess you could still manage to get in trouble having that window but you're definitely not showering looking through the window and seeing the tv from there uh in in terms of the room the cleanliness uh it was pretty much spotless from what i could tell and i I looked hard just dust in maybe like the places that not even shaquille o'neal could get to oh i I can get all over the place i'm taller than shaquille o'neal for those of you out there who did not know that no you're not Uh, i am and no i i just i I know i'm going on and on and on about this room but i i absolutely love the room because then i was also looking out at the pool area and i could see hogwarts at my window and i could see jurassic park well, I could see the building. I couldn't see actual Jurassic Park, but so much uh, John Williams music to sing. So much. I wish they would put like a prosthetic animal uh, animal heads, uh, dinosaur heads, into the uh, the bamboo shrubbery out the windows for like the Jurassic Park like kids suite area. So it's like that everyone's favorite scene in the second movie with the doghouse in the. Yeah, you know that's only going to terrify kids a little bit. Um, so you have that and then also of course like all the other hotels we've talked about uh you can go then go up to a concierge room they do not have deluxe rooms at royal pacific they only have uh just the one size rooms but the next step after that is concierge they have the concierge lounge uh unfortunately pete's not able to join us for this part and cabana bay so i can't get his input on concierge uh, I know he stayed there at one point in time. Have you ever stayed there no, in concierge? No. And yeah, so I, I can't really speak much to it, but it is they offer the same exact things. Dinner or little light snacks before dinner, uh, complimentary beer, wine, and sometimes liquor, uh, depending on the day. And then just trail mixes and other breakfast items uh, at the appropriate times. And then you get into the sweets. And I'm sure the sweets are very sweet but unfortunately, mm. I have never stayed in any of them. I thank you. Thank you. Mm. And that is the room situation at Royal Pacific. So with that, let's move on into, should we do dining or activities? What do you think? I think we should do let's dining. Do, you think we should do dining? Let's, let's do dining then. Uh, we'll start with the... Signature restaurant. Shop, 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 shop. chop. Emeralds chop chop. So this is. Wow, we have lots of sound effects happening here. So this is the signature restaurant at Royal Pacific Emeralds. So obviously it's not run and maintained by Universal or anything. This is an Emeralds restaurant placed right in there. Uh, Emerald's Chop Chop, we did get to have a lunch experience there. Um, And let's say that just stepping inside Chop Chop and being in that environment, not necessarily like sitting down in some of the seats because this place has some funky 
table seating and really low mm-hmm. low uh, backs to wherever you're sitting. So it can be very strange. But it, in terms of the interior of this restaurant, I I could just stare around and find new things around to look. But yeah, it's open for lunch and dinner, and we had I I would say disappointing lunch to Mine say was the least. Good. Well, yeah, what what did you have again? I, I had the uh, fish tacos there. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hmm. Yes. Yes. I, re- I remember my fish taco there was mediocre, and I was like, "Oh, this is good." And that was like the highlight of the meal for for everybody at the table. Yeah. Well, yeah. The best thing. Exactly. And I'll, I'll speak for Pete since he's not here. But then with his meal, he. Uh, he obviously is watching what he could take in because of his diabetes. And so he was looking for a healthy alternative. And the only thing he could really find was a chicken salad. And uh, whenever he was communicating with our server to try to get something a little different, see if the chef could do something, uh, she said, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll check with him and we'll see what we can do. And she never really came back to explain if anything was going to be done different. So then whenever she came back with the same chicken salad, uh, there was a little bit of disappointment. I think a couple of us even sampled it and it was pretty tasteless and just not very good all around for something that's very, very difficult to screw up Yeah, uh, a piece of chicken and salad. Uh, I had the... Uh, I had the one. Uh, it was I had like a burger with like the and the rice. Yeah, right? I can't even think of the official name for it, but I I had it in Hawaii. It's literally just like a hamburger patty with some egg and then fried rice and gravy all over top of it, and it was excellent in Hawaii. And here it was once again pretty awful. The hamburger patty was literally burnt to a crisp all the way around. So just the way you like it. Yeah, just just the way everyone likes hamburgers burnt to a crisp. And mm-hmm. Rhino, mm-hmm. what did you have? Um, I had, it was, um, I forget what they were calling the series of dishes, but they were like, um, uh, rice bowl and then like avocado on top with like some, I, I, I think I want to say ahi tuna was in there yeah. too. I think I had, um, and I've had something similar to that, um, at like the elephant bar, um, and some other places. And so it's usually served warm, uh, cause the ahi tuna has been seared and stuff like, but this was cold and I don't think you're, which was really threw me because it's a rice based dish that who wants cold rice? I don't know. It was, so it was kind of like, I I don't know what happened there. It wasn't, it wasn't terrible. I mean, like I ate it, but it was just not, and surprisingly enough, it looked beautiful, but it was just kind of tasteless too. There's nothing to it. Yeah. I, the one, the one thing I can say about chop chop is, uh, they have really good, tiki drinks there uh they do offer a souvenir tiki mug that you can buy for like 15 bucks or whatever that's served with it but their signature drinks are exceptional uh until i had a martini was there until trader sam's opened up at the polynesian this was the only place to really get decent uh decent tiki drinks at any of the resorts in orlando so uh, that's kind of been dethroned, but it's still something worthwhile. Maybe just go to the bar at Chop Chop and try one of those. But uh, based on our lunch, couldn't really recommend it. And there was no one in the restaurant, so that's why it wasn't. We can't even be like, oh, well, you know, it was, it was an off day. No, there was no one in it. They should have yeah. been catering us with whatever we wanted. I think we came in the last, like, maybe it was the last, like, 15 or 20 minutes, yeah. the end of the lunch. But there was, it was one, it's one of those restaurants where it, like, Closes down, I think, and then just for a couple for hours. I've, yeah. I've got a feeling, and I've never been there for dinner, but I, I'm going to at least run under the assumption that they probably do a lot better at dinner than they do at lunch. Like lunch felt like an afterthought to me. Yeah. Well, take that as you will. Uh, then they also have the island's dining room that's open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, I've never done this because I've looked at the menu and it just doesn't appeal to me uh, i know the one appealing part of it is that they do have a character breakfast um so if that's something you're interested in having breakfast with some of universal's finest characters as meaning the minions and the characters from hop hop that's like that's just the dumbest thing <laughs> who wants to have breakfast with characters from hop 
for one of the the worst universal failed movies ever. But I guess there's someone out there who wants to do that. Good for you guys. Uh, and then otherwise, in terms of dining, uh, one of the highlights I actually think that doesn't get enough traffic, Jake's American Bar. Yeah, and they have they have a really good. Uh, I, I've eaten there for lunch. They have a really good lunch menu. It's it's kind of uh, it's it's bar food, you know. Yeah. It's burgers and, and salads and stuff like that. But they do it really good. No, they do, and uh, they obviously they have tiki drinks there too. They have a great craft beer selection. Uh, they have really awesome uh, glasses that they serve their beer in that get stolen all the time because you can't buy them. St. Jake's American Bar, so people just rip them off, and they don't care at this point. But I've eaten there too, and it is bar food. It's a little bit expensive for bar food, but you're at a deluxe hotel, so you can be a little bit forgiving with it. But I know uh, one of uh, our group who's not here represented, but was with us that weekend. Jackie had a great experience there. Can you she did. say so, a little more? Um, well, from what Jackie told me, she had a great meal there. She ate there by herself. And this, what really um, stood out to her was the service. The manager of the restaurant just went out of his way to make sure that her meal was excellent, that um, her service was top-notch, and then even went above and beyond to um, comp, her, comp her parking entirely. Oh, cool. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not exactly sure, you know, what all of that was about, but he just, um, she just raved about the time that she had there. And to have a meal by yourself and then still come walking away from that experience, you know, feeling like it was one of the greatest things you've ever done. I, I found that impressive. Mm. I mean, it's rare when I'm eating a meal by myself that I walk out of there being like, oh, that was the best time of my life, you know, <laughs> but um, she, she felt that way. Well, we went in to take photos and videos of it and there was no one inside. I think there might've been one person at the bar and so Rhino was running around getting video. I took my pictures real quick and the staff was just so bored that <laughs> the fact that I stood there and talked with them for like 15 minutes, mm-hmm. it was just there. They were really excited about the place, but mm-hmm. they hate that no one goes in there and mm-hmm. that it just doesn't get traffic and it does on weekends. And it's in kind of an awkward night, location. But, you know, it's yeah. not, it's not right off the lobby. You have to go downstairs and yeah. it's tucked away a little bit and it's not near the pool. So it's like, it's in this, I mean, it gets foot traffic, but it's not in the a prominent spot that you would, uh, you would assume it would be in. One last thing for me on, on Jake's is I really like the theming in there kind of has this weird little almost like indiana jones or like casablanca theme like world exactly. war ii exploration africa kind of airplanes everywhere. Uh, asia yeah yeah that kind of stuff well and they even have the same music loop kind of that you would hear at uh indiana jones adventure out in california playing in the queue there you have yeah. that 1930s 40s uh old-timey music going on in there no i i love jake's i could yeah I could use that as a great hangout spot for most of my stay there. Uh, And then also with dining, we have the, as I mentioned before, the Orchid Court Lounge and Sushi Bar. So it's used as a a breakfast area in the morning with grab-and-go breakfast items. And then it turns into a sushi bar at night. And uh, you can never go wrong with sushi, in my opinion. And uh, there's not a lot of places that do bad sushi and I wouldn't say that this is one of the ones that do it either. Uh, it's The prices are pretty in line with what you would get at a hotel restaurant again. But it's good. It's a good way to get your fix. I don't know so much now, though, that Cowfish is open because Cowfish is only a short walk away. I'd much rather go to Cowfish, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like them both, but I, I would say that if you have the option to walk over to Cowfish, which isn't that far, it's... It's closer than Portofino is walking distance to get to City Walk, but not as close as Hard Rock Hotel. It's it's a solid five minute walk. Uh, boat the boat ride over to City Walk is actually a little bit further because just to where the boat launch is located. So you have a bit of a longer boat ride around. I highly recommend walking. It's a very nice walk through the wilderness. Walk your sushi um, off. Walk your sushi off. Yeah, walk and roll. So walk, uh, walk and then. Walk. Uh, 
we we had a little bit of experience at the Bula Bar and Grill. That would be the the uh, pool bar, which uh, has a okay selection of drinks and food from the most part what we could tell. But the staff there was horrendous beyond belief. Slow, so slow. And we couldn't. You. Yeah, yeah, we couldn't find our server for what. 20, 30 it was minutes. A, yeah, I was going to say it was the better part of a, at least half an hour. Yeah, This yeah. makes me feel like that that was just him because we haven't had that experience at any of the other pool bars. I don't know. I think the, 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 the bartender behind the bar, too, we had an issue with them, too, I think. Like, it was he disappeared, and then I thought somebody tried to talk to the girl at the bar, too. And she... Well, there was one point in time while we were trying to get our check that we literally couldn't find anyone who worked <laughs> at the we, pool we bar. Like, Should true. we just get up and leave? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We, that, that is absolutely true. We were actively looking for anyone yeah. Yeah. that worked there. We were like, can we please just leave this place? Like, yeah, it was it was about five minutes from us just ditching. and <laughs> That's pretty bad. I, yeah, I'd feel bad, but honestly, it's their fault if they can't have someone around. I mean, at least one person should be behind the bar at all times, yeah. in, in my opinion. But so take that as you will. There's also ice cream out there. Yay, ice cream. And then one of the highlights at Royal Pacific is the weekly Wantalan Luau, which I've never personally been there. I've walked back to where the Luau area is, and they do this on Saturday nights. And uh, I, I enjoy any Luau I've ever been to. I like that. I like Pacific food. I really like that Asian pan Pacific meat type of food. And uh, you can't go wrong with dancing and uh, a good time unless it's all done to a awful storyline about cousins coming home for from school ending and throw in Lilo and Stitches Hawaiian roller coaster ride. And then you can start getting a little bad. But this is a more traditional type of luau from it's so what bad. I understand. I'm not talking about any other specific luau's, of course. No, no. But uh, and then every once in a while, one of their uh, big events that they do have at Royal Pacific Resort are their beer dinners that happen as mm-hmm. part of uh, Jake's American <coughs> Bar. Is they'll do a special tea dinner where they pair a menu up with a select brewery and take all the different beers that they make and just get a nice little pairing. And then every once in a while, they'll do a Jake's beer festival where they just have all this food that you can eat and all different types of varieties of beers from different breweries. And uh, it's, it's not a bad price for those. It's only around like 60 or $70 for these events, but they are popular and they fill up fast. And I still haven't even been able to attend one because it just, Looks fun, I, I don't find out until the day before, and it's always too late. Yeah. But so dining, it's a big of a mix. I would say, just from what we experienced on this, uh, besides Jake's, I would say dining is a meh to a eh. Yeah, I think it's uh, yeah. We don't have the meh paddles, do we? <laughs> um, I I think of the three deluxes, the offerings dining wise are are the lowest quality. Uh, at at Royal Pacific versus Hard Rock and uh, Portofino. So and but there's a lot of stuff to do around there. So JL, just from you walking around and looking at family type experiences, uh, can you give me at least a little bit of an idea of what there might be do to do for families or even adults? Sure. Well, like <clears throat> most of the Lowe's re- uh, resorts, the hotel is really kind of the hub area of activity for families. Mm-hmm. This one has a particularly impressive interactive water area where sitting at the very end of the pool is this, um, I'm not exactly sure what it's supposed to be. It looks almost like a cruise ship or something. Yeah, like a shipwrecked boat. Not quite the SS Minnow, but... There's some kind of like boatish structure, and it's got water cannons on it, and there's, you know, buckets that are dumping water everywhere, and the kids are, they just go nuts. They're, you know, in that space. You can tell that they're all having a really, really fantastic time. Um, And then there's a... There, there's, is there a slide? I'm not recalling mm, that. No. I feel like there's not a slide at this one. No, there's no slide at this one. But the, the water interactive area, I just, you see them all just squealing and running and they, they love it. Um, you mentioned the luau. Is that the same thing as the torch lighting ceremony? No, two different things. Okay. So on select evenings, there is a torch lighting ceremony 
which we, we keep bringing up Jackie. Gosh, it would have been good to have her here. She was at the, <laughs> the torch lighting ceremony. And um, the way that she was explaining it to me is in the evenings, um, there's a, a, a flame baton man that comes out. And um, he does this whole fire show with his flaming baton. And then shirtless. Yes. Okay. And then he lights a single torch that's in the pool area, and he does this on one of the beachy areas near the pool. And then after that, there's a woman that comes out, and she gathers the primarily the kids that are in the area, and she gives them a hula lesson. And um, the way that Jackie described it to me was just everyone was having a really great time, and you could tell that the kids were really enjoying themselves. That's the part where families, you just... That's when you whip out your camera and, you know, you're taping your kids, doing the doing the hula stuff. Um, as in the other hotels, they also have the dive-in movie that takes place by the pool area every single night where they show a blockbuster hit on an outdoor screen by the pool. That's something for families. You mentioned the character breakfast. And then, um, as with the other resorts, this one has a kids' club called the Mariner's Kids' Club. And as with the other resorts, it is not open every single day. So you need to get a schedule on which days it is open from the front desk or from concierge. And, um, you know, again, it looked like a great facility. So Mm. that's that. Awesome. And I, speaking about the pool, I know we kind of, when we were talking about the Hard Rock Hotel pool, we were saying that that was one of the better ones for kids. Uh, but just sitting at the pool bar for the time that we did and seeing this whole area and that uh, the Royal Pacific pool, I would say this is where I saw people actually having the most fun. Like yeah. you can't yeah. that stupid ship with the water <laughs> shooting out from anywhere. Uh, people were just eating that. The kids, not people, little people <laughs> the little were people. eating it up. Yeah, and, uh, that would be an area that I would struggle to get my children to leave because they would be enjoying it so much. I mm-hmm. I think especially, you know, the the younger demographic, I think of like, you know, when they were maybe like eight, around that, eight or younger, I would <clears throat> I know that would be one of those those struggles for the parents where it's like, okay, but it's time to go. No, it's really time to go. Yeah. Okay, you have five more minutes, but after that we're gonna go. It it would the the kids there you could tell they were just having the time of their lives. Yeah. And if I as a parent, uh but I'm not a parent, but if I was a parent, I would have, yeah, I got it. I got it. It's okay. I probably would have went with the option of getting a cabana and just having that little own oasis Mm -hmm. for your own while your kids run off and do whatever the heck they want. Because as we've said already, these pool areas are all enclosed. You can Mm -hmm. feel safe about Mm -hmm. just letting them wander around because you're all enclosed in this area. Speaking of which, I I feel like, um, I don't know about the actual size of the pool, but I do feel like this pool area is the most enclosed out of the three. It mm-hmm. feels the tightest, um, you know, like Hard Rock and Portofino kind of have this big sprawling right, area a around. More sprawling. This yeah. one is not so much. So you do kind of have a little bit more of, as a parent, um, that feeling of security. Sa- security yes. Thank you. Um, you know, they they're not going to be too far away. Yeah. And so you can kind of relax um, and keep an eye on things and still know that everybody's doing fine and again you've got the pool sidebar which is you know right there um i i don't know that if it's i, I don't know if it's as good as splendidos i was really impressed no, with splendidos not. but no. um but it is it is there as an option and you know you've still got the the fruity water that they have sitting out in the pool area it's just Indeed. a really pleasant experience you definitely could make a, a half a day you know thing out of this huh. Yeah, I for other things around there, there's also a gym that is complimentary uh, because it's not connected with a spa, so you don't have to worry about that. There's a really sad arcade there as well, too, <laughs> unless it's closed down. No, and it's there. Oh. It's still well. It would just it would be just as good if it just closed down, in my oh, opinion. Sure. But I don't go into arcades just because they're usually like that. Uh, I love a good arcade. Yeah, yeah I mean, it does need to go All back. All arcades are just like the resort arcades. Like resort arcades. Like, I mean, you think about going to the mall as a kid and having those massive arcades that yeah. just took up an entire shopping section, and now, now they just all pale in comparison anymore. So mm-hmm. rest in peace, nothing old will, malls. Nothing will beat showbiz or Chuck E. Cheese. Dave and Buster's. That will beat it. You're right. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's alcohol at that one. I underestimated there, Dave and There was alcohol at, at Chuck E. Cheese. You just didn't know it. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. 
Uh, so other things to talk about with it, uh, of course, also like Hard Rock and Portofino, you can bring your pets to the hotel to stay. <laughs> uh, cats and dogs. Um, as Living long together. as... Uh, oh, you beat me to it. Massive area. Oh, I took your one that you would have gone away. What the heck? I said you... a Ghostbusters reference and she was yeah. she was about to say I it. was totally going to... Dogs said you bring and cats, cats living together. together. Mass, Mass hysteria. hysteria. <laughs> Sorry. Cats and dogs. You can bring them. Uh, remember, they have to have all their papers, all their shots up to date. Uh, otherwise, you're screwed and it's going to be $50 extra per night as part of that agreement but you know what it'd be nice to have your pet there and know that it would be nice just know that it's okay and uh yeah it's 50 dollars per night with a maximum of 150 for the total so oh so that's that's a good deal if you're coming and staying for like a week and it's only 150 bucks that's kind of a deal with your with your dog or or cat whatever yeah Teresa, sorry (laughs) (laughs) oh god we don't even want to go there (laughs) she's not Uh, watching this (laughs) yeah she's not gonna watch this anyway so it doesn't matter uh she should. That would be a better agent if she did. Oh, God, the hop characters. Uh, is it a boy? Is that why he has a mustache? Yeah. I think that's the girl, though. No. Okay. Anyways, that actually kind of does it for the entire area. This is definitely not as big and impactful as the other hotels. Um, I would say there is less to do here. It's more themed heavily yeah. around the the pool areas, but... I just want to talk about one of my specific experiences while I was there uh, because it did have a pretty big impact. But uh, we stayed there over the course of a weekend. And one of the nights we were there, they had Dr. Phillips doing Mm. their freaking prom at Royal Pacific. So the hotel was at capacity and their the parking lot was at capacity because all these kids wanted to drive their parents, nice cars to prom to try to impress them. And so I essentially had an awful experience that night staying around the hotel because I had no place to park my car. So they actually, we've talked about the fees for parking. Uh, They waived the fee for parking entirely for that because they ran out of parking and also gave complimentary valet because of the whole mess with all the students there, which was a really great experience. And then despite the fact that there was all these obnoxious 17 and 18 year olds running around in their, their prom dresses and tuxedos thinking that they were uh, God's gift to the world because they were on Uh, their prom. I I love a good scrawny kid wearing his dad's tuxedo. It's the funniest thing with those floppy shoulder pads, a suit that's just too big for him. This is why I didn't Uh, go to my prom because I was just going to ask, you sound like somebody who didn't go to prom. I thought I was the only one who didn't go to my prom. No, of course I didn't. Guys, I went to like four proms. (laughs) Yeah, you did. Yeah, I did. And a lot of homecoming. Sorry. I'm sorry. I love, I enjoyed it. I, I had a lot of fun. You were prom king. I was homecoming king. Home, oh, it's a sorry. bigger deal than Long prom live king. the queen. Yeah. That's what my uncle uh, said when he called. He said, I heard you were um, homecoming queen today. <laughs> <laughs> Little did he know. But to see how good the staff was at Royal Pacific was to see that place on that night. Because the entire hotel was a freaking mess from pulling up to even even getting there. Because I drove over from my apartment to go back there. And I I couldn't even get turned to get in there because not only was it like grad nights or grad venture, one of them over in the parks. So that was already screwing up parking. Then there was a prom there and it it took me almost a half an hour just to pull into the hotel and then go through that experience. But everyone that was working there was so apologetic, so eager to go out of their way to try to make up for it because they knew that. It was essentially Universal's fault that all this was happening, and they wanted to do whatever they could to make it a more pleasant experience, and luckily I was in one of my good Craig Williams moods, so (laughs) I wasn't wasn't having any of the uh, (laughs) bad attitude situation. I just wanted to get back to my room and read my newspaper and lay on that bed, and I did it. And it ended up being a good experience. Old man Williams. (laughs) That's what I wanted to get from that, is that the staff there... As we've talked about before, in bad situations, I really got to see them strive. And uh, I know I love it. So 
with that, why don't we start to wrap this up and get into our final opinions on it. And I'm going to start with Dustin. Oh, you caught me off guard. Okay. Um, you know, my, I've never, I, I have stayed here for one night because I was doing uh, Halloween Horror Nights. Mm-hmm. That's my only experience ever staying there. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, I don't remember it because Halloween Horror Nights is a night for drinking. <laughs> uh, so I don't remember how comfortable the bed was or anything <laughs> like that. But of the deluxe, this is... It's hard to say that it's my least favorite to spend time at because I do believe that all three of these deluxes are really, really good. I think it's just the least good. Maybe that's the better way to say it. It's the least good of three really good hotels. Yeah. And um, a lot of that has to do with the fact that I was spending time there as a guest. I didn't have a room there. So what was there for me to do there? Not as much as the other resorts. Mm-hmm. Um, the pool isn't as appealing to me. The pool bar is not as appealing to me. And the restaurants aren't as appealing to me as the others. Again, it's a beautiful resort. I do enjoy spending time there, just not as much as the other two deluxes. That's my opinion. Perfect. Uh, Rhino. Yeah, I don't, I don't foresee really going back unless I was staying there. Um, it, like, I, I spent the most time at Hard Rock and Portofino, and then I was probably at um, Cabana Bay a little bit more than this one. But um, there's, there's so much, like, you could go to dinner out at Portofino. I felt like I can think of a number of places you could go just for an afternoon or the dinner or at Hard Rock. Or I, I, I remember hanging out at Hard Rock. I could go to dinner at Portofino. Or there was, like, the bowling alley at Cabana Bay. And, and then I think about this one, and I'm like, this one's more of, like, this is the hotel. Like, this is where I'm going to go relax and be in my room probably yeah. more than anywhere else less it, of a it, destination yes yeah it, but but i it's like what dustin said i don't want to put down the hotel by saying that yeah. at all because of if anybody told me they were staying at any one of these hotels there's no hotel in the group where i'd be like oh really that one like any one of them i'd be like oh good choice um so i just i just think that this is the one i would probably i spent the least amount of time at so yeah. jl my opinion is totally different. Um, I didn't get to stay there, but I will say of the deluxe deluxe resorts, this is the one that I'm actually the most interested in staying at. I love the theming of this resort. I walk in and I'm immediately relaxed by the environment. Um, with my children, I know that they would love that pool area. Um, and then I, you know, I'm interested, especially after Jackie's really great experience at Jake's American Bar. Like, I, I want to go there now, and I want to experience that myself. Um, I, my, my opinion of this isn't actually based on any type of, you know, like I said, I haven't stayed there. My opinion is based on just being there. And um, when I go on vacation... I like to really relax, and I feel like um, I would be able to accomplish that very easily, even with having my three children in tow. That's my impression, anyway. Okay. Maybe one day I'll get to put it to the test. No, absolutely. Uh, I walked away from this surprised in a way. So... Going into all of this, I've spent a lot of time at Cabana Bay. I've stayed there almost more than any other resort in Orlando just because that's where they always put us up if they give us hotels for a media event. So I've experienced it multiple times and then even personally staying there myself too. So I I have a lot of experience with that. Portofino, I stayed there two or three previous times to that. uh, And... So I I had a little bit of experience, but this was one that I definitely didn't have experience at. But I had a lot of time spent walking around there, just exploring the resort and getting a feel for it before. And so then staying there, it it kind of it threw me for a loop because one of the things I did find out right away is there's not that much to actually do there unless 
you are a family and then you have that great pool to really throw your kids at. Uh, so then I was thinking about... <laughs> don't don't, just don't throw, throw your kids. <laughs> in the pool. At the pool. <laughs> Whatever. Get your kids in the pool area. <laughs> but for me, if I was going on a normal vacation to Universal, I I would assume that most of my time would be spent in the theme parks. I'm not, mm-hmm. I'm not a sit around and relax person. Uh, if you ever see me on vacation and I'm sitting at a bar in the middle of the day, something happens. usually, yeah, I'm usually starting to get antsy because I want to get up and go somewhere. And, you know, unless I'm like five or six drinks in and then I'm just happy sitting there. But <laughs> until I hit that level, I just want to, I want to get up and get around and do something. And, uh, so I feel like staying here, I would not be doing this at all. I would be going to the parks all day and then coming back. I would love to get into that room. The room was so incredibly comfortable. The theming of the entire hotel resort speaks to me because that's that is the my favorite style, second favorite style. There's one other style that I like more. And uh it's just so such a great atmosphere around there, especially at night whenever they have torches lit all around and you, you get that feeling of actually you are transported into some of these Pacific islands. So as as a guest who's running around all day and then coming back to maybe have a couple drinks at Jake's and maybe a snack and then going up to your room and crashing, I would recommend this place a hundred percent. That's what I would use it for. And I would stay there again in a heartbeat. Uh, if I knew I was going to have a lot of downtime and just sit around the pool because that's not appealing to me, I would probably opt for someplace like Cabana Bay or Portofino where there's a little bit more going on throughout the day to keep you entertained. But regardless, like we've all said, you're really picking, uh, just between really good, good, and very good between these hotels. I mean, they're all deluxes. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to put a level of which one is better because they're all, they're all great. They're very, very great. It's just some thrive better in other places. So any other thoughts to throw into this? No. No. Well then that's going to do it for this special universal land and sea episode about Lowe's Royal Pacific Resort. We'll be back next time to talk with you about, well, Cabana Bay Beach Resort. So thanks for watching, and remember, Pacific is universal. (laughs) 